This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, just want to let you know this is a clip from my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash crimson60620. Check it out. If you want to see some of my other videos, if you want to see some of my art as I'm doing it, or if you want to actually just get more of me, thank you. As most of you guys know, there is a stupid fucking movement out there called QAnon. What's up, Kevin? There's a stupid fucking movement out there called QAnon. And it has caused so many people so much heartache and so much pain. And it's actually ruining families. And I saw this because it's on the mainstream media. And I want to actually just address what I saw in this video because it's kind of fucking crazy. And seeing that the holidays are coming up, well, quite frankly, guys, I think this is um, quite fortuitous that we saw this. And it could be just a programming note that they did. So um, let's go. Let's go to this video. Let's do this. Here we go. 60 minutes. But their loved ones, who they said have fallen into QAnon conspiracies, are very much alive. And in order to protect their privacy, we aren't sharing their last names. Wheeler is a 28-year-old Army veteran who said he now struggles to connect with his parents because of what he described as their fascination with conspiracy theories. It's been So this is actually very, very telling. And, of course, we know that um, dealing with parents can actually be very, very difficult. And I'm not going to lie, like, I recently got into a discussion with my own mother about the veracity of religion. And it is a tough, it is a tough thing when you're trying to talk to your parents. It's not like I get on the internet and just shit talk conservatives or people that's fucking stupid. But when it's your parents, dog, that's difficult. That is very, very difficult. And to be quite honest with you, here, listen to this story that they're actually saying. A very slow death of the people that I once knew. Now I don't recognize them. And in a way that's been more painful because I haven't been able to fully grieve at any point. Wheeler served as an army medic for two years. What? He was an army medic? Maybe was a combat medic in the army. I'm okay. Inside joke. If you get that joke, you know what I mean. He was stationed at Fort Hood in 2014 when a gunman killed three of his fellow soldiers and injured 12 before turning the gun on himself. Wait. So. Oh shit. This man. This man right here. This man right here was actually at Fort Hood when. The terrorism incident happened. Damn. 
Damn. Let, damn. I didn't catch that when I first saw this part of the interview, but let's go. It was frightening. It was traumatizing in a way. Wheeler was discharged in 2015. He told us he didn't open up to his parents right away and only over time gave more details about what he said he'd experienced during the shooting. But he said the parents he returned home to had become more paranoid as they started being influenced by conspiracy theories. And they began to doubt his account of what he'd endured that day. When I told them I was there for that shooting and I told them what I had experienced, it was whiplash to me because I was met with a distant icy neglect. So the QAnon conspiracies that he started following made him degrade into more of an angry, more abusive, more distant person who... Do you actually believe that shit? No, I'm not doubting what he's actually saying, but can you actually believe that? His parents, the ones who raised him, the ones who knew he went to the army, literally said that they invalidated his whole situation about being there? What is this, crisis actors? Like, yeah, no, like... It was people that, um, this school shooting in Florida, people who actually believed that these people were crisis actors, that Sandy Hook didn't happen. Look what happened with, with Alex Jones. And the fact that these so many, it is so fucking many of these right wing charlatans and some people who claim to be on the left, that say these are crisis actors and they oh you shouldn't believe them like this is somebody who was there and not to bag on you religious people but you would accept a fourth or fifth hand story from somebody 2000 years ago but you literally have an eyewitness right here and you can't believe him like i get i fucking get one and two like down with the system man I don't like the system at all. Like, I'm going to have an issue with the system. But this is your own child, the one you raised to be. I, I, I guess the one you raised to be truthful and honest. And, like, you think that they're lying about this? Because the government wants to control you. But let's continue. Now doesn't even really believe, I don't think, anything that I've said about my military service. How does it feel to have your parents not believe it happened? A betrayal. Damn. It feels like a betrayal. Wheeler connected us with his parents who firmly denied their son's account of their belief in QAnon. Wheeler's father said he doesn't have enough information to verify his son's experience at Fort Hood that day and was skeptical of what he saw as changing accounts by Wheeler. He said, wait, wait, your son was there, man. Your son was there. He was there. What do you think he has to lie about? What? I, 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 I can't. He doesn't have enough information. You have a eyewitness. But I don't believe in QAnon. I just, I'm just searching for the facts. Here, let's let's do this. Let's do this. I've gotten exclusive, exclusive authorization of a picture of 
how QAnon people actually, actually show that they've actually researched a topic. Here we go. I found the picture. Don't tell them I had a camera in their home, right? But here it goes. This is literally the QAnon belief. But let's get back to it. Did the two haven't talked much in the past year? The six people who joined us came from Alaska, Kentucky, Georgia, Maryland, North Dakota, and Canada. They all had different stories with a similar theme, the devastation of families caused by QAnon. It's been over a year since I've talked to my dad. So like he... Elizabeth said her father was her main support when she was struggling with depression, anxiety, even thoughts of suicide. Like he was the person that stopped me from going through with it all in the end. Um, and from about 16 to 20, 20 was about the last one that I really was sitting there contemplating this and ultimately pulled myself back thinking about my dad getting the phone call that his daughter had passed away. And that was also about the time that everything started to get really bad. And so bad that Elizabeth said a year ago, she had to cut off communications with her father. She said he inundated her with Facebook messages and text messages peddling conspiracy theories. Although she told us she- Like, what is it with these guys and just like, yeah, Joe, I, I, I understand. I understand. And it's this, I get why you would have a mistrust in, okay, so bear with me, bear with me. I understand why people have a mistrust in the government. It's, you see so many lies that the government has actually pushed forward. You see so many deceptions you see so many like just nefarious or appearing to be nefarious things but it's completely fucked up the way that these people look at it because on one minute the government who is constantly lying constantly lying and are bumbling incompetence, but are genius level masterminds. You can't be both at the same time. The fact is that we knew the government was lying about things and they couldn't hide it. Would actually let you know that no, it's not some big mastermind conspiracy. It's the fact that, the, here's an example of what the government actually says. This isn't a bottle of water. This isn't a bottle of water. <laughs> no, it's not a bottle of water. Mm -hmm. Damn, that water tastes good. But this isn't a bottle of water. And the problem comes where you had a whole generation, as Joe said, that grew up that was told to always trust the government, even when it looks like they're fucking lying. Even when it looks like they're incompetent. You're supposed to just blindly trust the government. Where now we don't have that indoctrination. Where people say, yeah, no, this, this is water, water. But people are so caught up in this lie. And the fact is, most of these people that are in queue, where are they getting the secrets from? Are they in the government themselves? Yes, of course they are. Or there's some idiot, most likely people that's having a psychotic break. Or doing it for just pure profit. Yeah, yeah, like, and even 
even that with the if you don't know the fairness doctrine of where you had to have if you had a some people actually liken it to you had one person on that says one thing you have to get an equal time but no if you actually spoke about somebody you had to bring them on to be able to reboot them now we don't do that shit we just have news flavored based on your political leanings well let's finish out this video she later connected those conspiracies to QAnon. She said her father denied knowing what QAnon is. You talk about, in a sense, when you're going through depression and anxiety and some of these really scary thoughts, the idea of your dad saved your life and he's now not part of it. How does that feel? Absolutely terrifying. That moment of, of cutting off contact with him was the, the hardest thing I ever had to do. Like, to, to just walk away and realize that he's not there anymore. It's He's, he's not the guy who, you know, held my hand through everything, who essentially saved me. Wow. Wow. And it's just sad that you, when you actually sit back and watch this, it's sad when you have to listen to stories where families have been torn apart, especially in now in this time that we have it now. And it's just... Like, not only do we have the coronavirus issue, but we have so much social atomization where people are just encouraged to, to, to be by themselves, to have it where it's all about me. And it's not something that just the millennials have actually gone through, but it's just something where a lot of people have actually been just they've just had this socialization of just isolation and you need to focus on yourself and yeah no like joe is actually just just saying it not only was the end of the fairness doctrine but the the limits were removed over how many media companies that we can actually have and I think I saw a graph of it. Let me just pull this up. Here, I'm actually going to pull this up. So here, this is here. This is what Joe is actually talking about in the um, from what the Communications Act. And I'm actually going to I'm actually going to show it in here. This is actually the best way to put it. Let me open image in new tab. All right, let's open image in new tab.
There we go. This is how the media companies were and how they how they are now. Now, if you actually take a look at it, let me just make it bigger. The media companies, there were in 1983, 90% of the media was owned by 50 companies. In 2011, 90% were controlled by six companies. Six companies. GE, News Corp, Disney, Viacom, Time Warner, and CBS. Now we know that's actually gotten a little bit smaller because now Disney owns Fox and I think Viacom owns CBS. So that's actually gotten smaller. And the sad part about it is that feeds into people wanting to look in other places, look in other areas to try to find their news, to find their opinions. And you're getting this. Now, I'm not to say that, um, it's not to say that, yeah, Disney Fox, Fox Studios. Now, that's not to say that, you know, you shouldn't look outside of the mainstream media to find information. I'm not a news program. I'm commentary. Um, but there's some great news program, um, news, com- news companies outside of the mainstream media. But you have to know how to vet this. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't know how to vet information. And uh, it's leading to awkward if any, discussions around those holiday dinner tables. I don't know. It's time to stop trying to get our news sources from different places and leading to different realities. But what can you do? What can you do when your family member has taken a Q-juice? The Q&A. I don't know. I just know one thing that um, if you like this video, please like, share, and subscribe. Follow me on Twitch and subscribe to me on YouTube. And um, if you want to help out the stream, the links are in the description. If you're watching right now live on stream, hit that like button. Um, let's get that like button up to 10. And um, as for right now, we're going to go on to the next video and we're going to cut this segment here.